of every person at Pepsi-Cola are with you. I got fired by my boss, Pepsi. We have to look great for Pepsi-Cola. I nailed Jesus to the cross, Pepsi. Well, you gotta pay the price. Powdered mashed potatoes in the cupboard for three years. the whole you know coke and pepsi advertising where they spend the, the fortune of a small country every year to advertise products that everyone on earth already knows about yeah it does seem to be uh, a big gratuitous at this point i mean who does not know who coke and pepsi are right now i don't believe i've been influenced by a commercial for some of the major brands in so long like there's nothing that like Super Bowl commercials you know I mean Budweiser spends a shit ton of money on their promotions and I honestly don't think they have anything to do with Budweiser sales anymore right mm-hmm. maybe yeah, maybe Budweiser merchandise sales but not beer sales yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good point um, but I think um, the, they're targeting certain age groups so um it's 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 to uh get the but does, the, honestly though, does mcdonald's need another commercial i mean people are going to go to mcdonald's right whoever's not going to mcdonald's they're not going to go anymore and the people who are going are going regardless yeah that's a good that's a good way to think of it but i mean it's more to keep the brand awareness out there and for them to stay top of mind 
that that McDonald's commercial isn't necessarily going to make you go today, but it's going to be somewhere in the back of your mind nagging you like, mm, yeah, you know what? At some point in the next few days, I'm going to go to McDonald's. And especially if you see something uh, three times, that's that's going to prompt you to take action. But, you know, that first viewing isn't the one that's going to get you. It's just to keep that brand in your head. I mean, and also keeping the name out there. I mean, it's it may not be for us per se because of whatever sodas we drink, whatever choices we've already made with whatever brands we already consume. But there are those uh, there's kids that are being targeted, and they're they're the next generation that's going to have the money to uh, to buy these products because maybe they can't get them now, but it's going to be in their head for shit <laughs> for as long as they watch TV or go to movies right. or are on Facebook. Well, so. even the food places, you know, sometimes their commercials make a bit more sense than the soda ads because if, you know, there's this new burger or this McRib is back or whatever, you know, their their product changes month by month, so it's worth reminding you of what's new and available this month, which is probably why they do that to begin with. But uh, Very true. You know, so some things you could see doing that way and some things not so much. So McDonald's, right. as far as targeting the next generation and stuff, the, the thing they're really losing out there is that they, uh, you know, they don't really do the Ronald McDonald and Friends stuff anymore. Like that's where we, you know, it was almost like a storyline for five or six years of the McDonald Land Friends. Dude, I almost had a conniption fit when I was a kid because Ronald McDonald and Friends were going to show up at the McDonald's in our neighborhood or no, it was, it was in the greater Chicago land. <laughs> we were probably, we were probably an hour and a half away. I remember I was at my grandmother's house and I was like, we gotta go. We gotta go. Ronald and friends are going to be there. And my aunts were like, man, that is like an hour and a half away. We are not doing that. And you know, having no concept of shit being 60 miles away. I'm like, but it says it's in Chicago. We're in Chicago. Let's go. They're like, uh, no, <laughs> you're going to have to take the L on this one. And then by L, I mean the loss, not the L <laughs> which existed and I have taken. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think they were going to let you do that at that age. I said, wait, they did what? <laughs> oh, that yeah. kind of L, gotcha. <laughs> that's, a, that's a scary freaking mode of transportation <laughs> from what I remember. <laughs> the movie The Warriors when they ride the subway. <laughs> yeah, right that's, that's the L. They could do a remake of The Warriors. Who would you want in that right now? Zach Efron. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Shia, oh, okay, all right. I see what casting we're going to go with here. Okay. Jaden Smith. Yeah, yeah Jaden Smith. Smith. Might as well throw uh, that Bieber in there just for just for the hell of it. Oh, man. Yeah, man. He can clink the bottles and say, Warriors, come out and play. Yeah, this, this, this movie would make millions probably, but I, I don't think anyone over 20 would see it. <laughs> and you know, the same guy that did that clanking the bottles thing together was, uh, was Sam the Scumbag in uh, Ford Fairlane. Yeah, Sam the Scumbag, yeah. He always uh, plays those Sam sort of... Bag, I'm sorry. Oh, I just watched it the other day. Damn the sleeve bag. <laughs> That's that corrected. <laughs> Deceitful bitches. Yes, sir. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I had um, 
threw out a um, an email like a long time ago. It was probably like 15, 14 years ago. I wanted to recast Flash, Flash Gordon. You know what I mean? And so, um, you know, I, I had the whole cast that I wanted to see in this remake, uh, reboot or whatever. And, um, you know, I, we, I think we all agreed that The Rock would have made a good uh, Flash. Uh, actually having the football chops. And it it would have pissed chops. somebody off, though, no doubt. How come Flash Gordon is black? I, they seem to have these problems a lot lately. They have problems making, you know, Spider-Man can't be black, but the, the Japanese robot from Ghost in the Shell can be Scarlett Johansson without a problem. <laughs> okay, then. Yeah, it doesn't go the other way. <laughs> Never that. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when, when a superstar dies, people randomly walk by and sing his tunes. <laughs> okay, so you did hear that. Yeah, so, uh, that's, I think that was my neighbor. <laughs> Yeah, that's some crazy shit, dude. He did not seem like, uh, of course, I guess nobody ever knows. But like when Michael Jackson died, we're like, oh, yeah, Michael Jackson died. But uh, but Prince, man, nobody saw that coming. I, I don't know. I don't think I saw Michael Jackson dying. I think I was pretty shocked. I remember laying down on the couch watching something, and it was like that breaking news. And it was like the breaking news that you kind of didn't believe where you had to go start calling people and like, hey, man, did you see this? Is this real? Right. I mean, I was, I felt like, because he was getting ready for a tour, it was the This Is It tour. So he had, he was working out, he was getting ready for the tour, he was doing these little things, and um, no, I, I would definitely say him dying seemed like it came out of, out of nowhere. It was and sudden, of course, but I'm just saying, I we knew. Being, it felt like the same thing with, with Prince, it was it, to me. It was like it really out of nowhere, you yeah. know. He was he was just doing shows last week, and it's a he he had a, he's got a well he had a bad hip, which he wouldn't get medication or wouldn't get the surgery for, and so he was doing a sit down tour where he wasn't holding the guitar and jumping and dancing and shit. But it doesn't matter because it still was excellent, you know. But uh, yeah, but you know, I wonder like the same thing with Michael there where. You know, they're doing these tours, and it's a stress on your body for sure, just the sleep, the travel, and then the actual performance. And he's got that hip problem, so he, he won't get the, it fixed because the Jehovah's Witness thing. So he's just taking more medication. You know, it's pretty easy, I guess, to fuck up your medication when you get to be 50, 60 years old. And, you know, one pill too many with that shit they give you now can fucking kill you. Yeah, it, it's, it's scary that... People are accidentally. If if that is the case, I don't know. Is there? Any, is that what it is? It was a complication with his it's, prescription medicine. It seems like that's probably the case. They said something about opiate overdose, and I don't see him as being on you know anything worse. And he has been doing the painkiller thing. So the one thing that I wanted to talk about, which again I feel is so crazy that this is a similarity, it was that you know earlier that day. The news cycle was the death of China. That was right. kind of like the news cycle, and then she got bumped for Prince. And if you remember back in the day, Farrah Fawcett, that was the news cycle, and it was like they were gearing up all Farrah Fawcett's old footage and stuff to show. And then, oh no, Michael Jackson said, and that just completely killed the Farrah Fawcett yeah, news saying. cycle. Yeah, it was a bad day to be a, a single named entertainer, I guess. Exactly. Yeah, right. 
Uh, also interesting, though, for those who'd like to be, you know, the conspiracy theory people, we have uh, the day before he died, which was the 21st. Yeah. On the 20th, somebody floated a hoax. Prince is dead. You know, and it was all over the place, and people changed the Wikipedia page and whatever, and then it got locked down with a big notice, like, this is a hoax confirmed by this place, this place, and this place. And then the next day, he actually died. Shit. Like, Um, did he just write himself off the map and fuck off to wherever he wanted to be? You know, oops, shit, that press release went out the wrong day. (laughs) I heard the other other uh, conspiracy theory about um, him finally getting out of that contract or whatever with Warner <laughs> and getting his music back. And they said the similarity, again, uh, with um, Michael Jackson did the same thing, I guess, with Sony or whatever. Right. And it's like, okay, just issued, just got all my music back, and then they end up dead. <laughs> yeah, well, Paul McCartney did that, and he's still alive. Of course, he's you know British and white. Maybe that makes a difference, too. <laughs> that makes a hell of a difference. Yeah, when it comes to conspiracy theories. But yeah, people will believe anything. I don't believe any of that stuff. I like the old. There's been a long conspiracy theory that started around '88 or '89, where the the people have assumed that Prince was swapped in with a different person named Christopher in 1985, which accounted for the huge difference from Purple Rain to Parade. You know, where he changed like the guy in and Under the Cherry Moon was this other guy that was hired to be Prince because the real one either died or disappeared somewhere or whatever. And they didn't want to lose the, the you know the buildup of the act, so they swapped out a new prince. And it's a pretty good story if you read it. You know, now yeah. it's probably not as good now that the actual guy is dead. But yeah, yeah, it was a pretty good that, story up until last week. <laughs> right now, that kind of story I love because uh, it is so ridiculous. <laughs> that, uh, it's pretty solid yeah. actually. If you read through it, it, makes you know like yep, I could believe this, but it's obviously not true. You know. <laughs> that kind of thing where you you have to rely on sending people a link from Snopes to, to confirm the fact that they're they're full of shit. You know, like no, this isn't real. So many times a, a week that I have to confirm to someone that their thing they're horribly afraid, upset about is not real. Right. Like that internet thing is from the Onion, dude. Stop believing the Onion and stop believing National Report. <laughs> yeah, seriously, those two. And, uh, man, what I hate is uh, I don't even see why people do this when they do those hoax uh, emails or texts or whatever, to, or, you know, the wiki entries that such and such is dead. And then uh, you click on it, and then it's like, ha-ha, you've been fooled. And it's like, that's not funny. <laughs> that is not funny. Yeah, usually those are are designed to somewhere in there in the code there's an ad launching that's probably giving you a, a bot that is you know causing you to become an advertising machine from that point forward and then yep. after enough of those your computer is slow as fuck and you have to start over that is why i do not click on any of that shit anymore I'm just <laughs> yeah i have all kinds of things that block all that shit and a lot of sites they pop up that you can't go here without disabling this okay well then goodbye yep. <laughs> see you later yep. i'm not going Oh, yeah. You can't code a page that just works without all this other shit. I don't need to visit. No word. I mean, bro. <laughs> He's like, I, I get infected every like, six weeks. I just like format me, like C. Sex in the 80s, baby. I'm just out there. You're not having any? Oh. <laughs> not the early 80s, the late 80s. <laughs> well, no, no. I'm not, not me per se. I'm talking about people. Oh, <laughs> uh, I gotcha. <laughs> 
Yeah. The lifestyle. <laughs> the lifestyle. Yeah, Dan Fielding. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta start showing my kid Night Court pretty soon. But, uh, you gotta be a certain age to comprehend what's going on. I think. Well, hey, do you think? Uh, do you think it still holds up? It. I've I've watched it myself. It, yeah, it's still good. The early stuff. There's that sweet spot, like season two through five or six that's really uh the good stuff like the first season i don't really like that much the part of the second season not great but then they start to gain steam when christine comes in and you know you like the uh, selma dies and the other chick dies and (laughs) from uh, you the the perfect night court era cast slash whatever was uh was right after that like season maybe what three after uh, what you had was Roz and Christine uh, to complete the right. picture there. You know, yeah. Sama and Flo were both gone after season two, I think. I think so. And uh, the little, like, the, the annoying blonde chick, she left after season two. Yeah. Oh, uh, what was her name with the short Billy. hair? Billy. Billy. Wow. Yeah, wow. ask me who the vice president was under <laughs> under Abe Lincoln. I don't know, <laughs> but I do know. <laughs> well, that's a lot longer ago. Yeah. You know, ask you who the vice yeah. president was under Carter. Uh, yeah, okay. I do not know. <laughs> See, now that's more recent. I'm gonna I'm go out. I'm gonna say Walter Mondale. But I have uh, you know what? That, I, that that might actually be true. I I, I think that is true. Actually, yeah. Uh, I I'll claim temporary ignorance, but uh, you know, I was the fact that Walter Mondale and Geraldine Ferraro were the ones who went up against Reagan. Yep, Carter, yeah, Carter Vice right, President right. Walter Mondale, seventy-seven to eighty-one. So, yep, that was I said. But we could come up with it. We're not completely stupid. <laughs> yeah. Plus, you know, in nineteen eighty, we were like five and six years old, so or seven. At right. The most. Like, yeah, I do remember that campaign. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was '84. Yeah, Ferraro. I still have a Mondale Ferraro thing around here somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I just remember as a child knowing that they weren't going to win because no one was going to vote for a woman, and I knew that even as a child. Like, oh man, they're not going to vote for a woman. <laughs> well, at that point and, in time, and everybody my brain was... tells me she looked like Sally Jesse Raphael. Yes, yeah, I, I, I have not seen a picture of Geraldine Ferraro in probably 30 years. But my brain says she looked like Sally Jesse Raphael. Mm-hmm. Kind of, quite a bit, yeah. yeah. Especially for people that, of, of our age, then to look at people that age, you go, yeah, they're pretty similar. Yeah, they mm-hmm. look exactly the same to my child. Yeah, Sally Jesse could play in the story of Geraldine Ferraro. I saw for Sally sure. Jesse in a, in a the uh, Morton Downey Jr. documentary film I watched the other day, and she looks Ooh. not at all. I, I didn't even recognize her. She's like seventy five years old or whatever now. Like, wow, who the hell is that? Like, oh wow, really? And then once they said who it was, like, okay, I see it. But yeah, she's getting old, which Damn. happens, I guess. Well, she's doing better than Mort since he's like dead. <laughs> yeah, what's the name of that documentary? Because I. I would uh, like to see that provocateur or something like that. I think it came from, uh, I don't know where it came from. One of the cable networks did it, but I think it's on right Netflix. On. Cool. I'll check that out. Did anyone watch the OJ Simpson, uh, <laughs> run of his life? Uh, no, the, the damn miniseries. 
No, because oh, I remember the good. first version, so I'm, I'm good with that one still. Oh, it was so good. Uh, uh, how is it in any way different or superior to just watching the whole shit live like most of us did for a summer, whether we liked it or not? Well, it was a lot of stuff condensed because that well, summer yeah. was some bullshit. <laughs> so having the, uh, you know, the miniseries uh, made in a way to where there was behind the scenes drama and uh, okay. the reason why certain decisions were made. Like you, you wouldn't know about why, um, you know, when, if the glove doesn't fit, why that decision was made. Why did Chris Darden make the decision to make him try on the glove when, you know, they had just had the, the um, argument, no, don't have him try on the glove. Uh, do it and then you know out of nowhere like try it on <laughs> what led up to that oh and then kind of getting into the lives of chris darden and um and march clark and all that stuff and it, it almost seemed like you know they were gonna hook up at some point it was right like whoa <laughs> did that really <laughs> yeah. happen yeah I, think I do remember hearing about that marcia clark yeah, always reminded that. me of like so, non-gray and net so i didn't i was always afraid of marcia clark <laughs> like a oh, scary lady but, uh, but yeah she was it was cool seeing her portrayed um like that they they had rounded her character out because i mean she was going through a divorce at the same time as the whole thing and you know just making those characters human and at first i wasn't cool with the casting of uh, as oj but i heard a um probably a podcast with the creators of why they um, chose Cuba. And it's because, you know, Cuba, he's, he's a likable guy and all that non-threatening and whatnot. And that's what OJ was back then. I mean, I don't know if we remember it or not. I kind of don't because of all the extra bullshit that's happened since. But I mean, he was like the mayor of everywhere he went. He was that guy. Yeah affable likable lovable all that stuff that was oj but now oj is synonymous with joke slash killer well, at that time especially like that was right after the, the naked gun three was just before that he was still in the public eye as nordberg you know the the goofy yeah. guy who was always being you know horribly injured it's throughout the, old, the entire movie yeah Oil of all that stuff, yeah. And uh, and now when you, I showed those to my kid last year, and it's like, oh, you know, like fuck. Good luck when you find out about this guy later. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But uh, to him at the moment, who has no idea of any of that, that guy is still that that entertaining guy from those movies. You know, I remember him before that as the dude running through the airport with his luggage in those uh, rent a car commercials too. And they always had like ads in the comics for OJ wants you to wear dingo boots and things like that, or spot built mm-hmm. all those weird seventies ads. Like he was all over the place. You know, dude must have been yeah, like Michael young. Jordan of you know his time. You know, like to us, we like Jordan yeah, was but, everywhere, but, but super more likable than Jordan was. <laughs> yeah, he I didn't have any sort of personality. <laughs> Yeah, oh, apparently OJ, yeah, he had the personality and all that stuff, you know. Well, he was the dude that would hang so, out with comedians and playboy bunnies and all that. You know, he, he was trying to be the man because he could. Mm-hmm. Using his celebrity. Okay, so are we, are we saying now that, like, OJ was not a good guy? 
Is that what we're saying? I think he was I mean, a good was, guy that had one one guy. really, really, really fucked up moment in his life. I don't think. Wait, he didn't do it though, right? Well, he, he, he says it. he says if he did it, he would have done it like this, 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 right, and this. Right, right. But he didn't do it. <laughs> well, of course, he didn't do it. He there really was a didn't. That was there was a theory that was thrown around that I had never heard. And uh, I, I like just heard it like a couple of weeks ago that uh, his older son yeah. was the one that did it. His yeah, older son. It, uh, that's that's how the DNA would match up because it was his older son. His older son was, you know, a big stocky guy and all that. And it was like a plot with his ex-wife to, um, you know, I, I guess to set up OJ because that's basically what he was saying for the whole time. That was, was set up. Yeah, you never, you never know. But, uh, but yeah, it's a, I don't know. I, at the time, I certainly thought, I said, yeah, I think he probably did it because you know how you can, yeah. you know, not not yeah, to that level, snap. but you can snap when you see some shit, and and you know, most of us don't do what he, what somebody did there, but you can see how yeah. you lose your mind and don't know what you're doing. You know, yeah, that person took it to an extreme. To me, there's too much stuff to built up to where there's 911 tapes of Nicole Brown, like dozens of them saying, oh, my God, he's going to kill me. <laughs> you, know, you don't come up with that stuff out of thin air. You know. Yeah, see, I can see that he could be a, the jealous again, type. Even, snapped, even with that, I mean, like, why do certain people stay in these situations? It's just like after the first time, Move to the other side of the country. You know, you're done. What, what, yeah. what is with all the multiple, with all the multiple things? And sometimes it's just like, sometimes people be putting a, you know, a little tent on too. You know, just because this person is a celebrity, so you're like, oh yes, I'm being attacked by OJ Simpson. You know, and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, sure. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that goes I, like to, that's like the Cosby thing, though. It's like, yeah, once or twice you could do that, but 50 or 60 times it starts to be like, well, you wouldn't even want to waste the time to do it pretend style. Oh, don't style. even get me going with the Cosby thing. It's like <laughs> 30 years later, all these people are coming out of the woodwork. It's like, come on, man. 40 years hey. ago, Cosby put the tender touch on you, and now you got something to say? How come you say nothing 40 yeah. years ago? Because probably because they wouldn't think it, it goes right back to the OJ thing. Someone being so affable and, you know, the man, I mean, this persona that he carved out for himself is like, well, shit, who's going to believe me, a uh, potential nobody, uh, you know, saying something against this man? That's like the Anita Hill thing, you know? She actually said something. She said something. You know, That's I'm a saying, good example. She said something. Go ahead, and Anita said, you took a pubic hair and put it on a Coca-Cola can and put it there. It was like, this could be in your mouth. That's nasty. (laughs) He did it. And do you know Clarence Thomas actually took like a, uh, I don't know, a vow of uh, an oath of silence, and he just recently (laughs) spoke for the first time in in, um, uh, in public or whatever it was. Yeah. How the how the fuck yeah, was he voting? It was like he never. It was like he never uh, said anything in the voting 
when it came to voting. Yeah. He never he just kind of sit there and nod and shit. That's interesting. Yeah, he would just sit there and nod and wouldn't say anything. I think that's crazy. Like you're on the Supreme Court <laughs> and you're not going to say anything. <laughs> like, hey, judge, you got You want to weigh in on this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I head nod. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. think some of those issues are pretty important. Can I get a little bit more? Yeah. Somebody give no? the dude an iPad so he can at least type out some shit, you know? It wasn't yeah. that he didn't have the ability to talk, Frank. He chose not to. Well, sure, but even if you, you, can, fulfill, you can, can fulfill a vow to not speak while still typing words, you know? so there's an out there. Yeah. But, yeah. but, yeah, who knows? Those people aren't doing what they're supposed to most of the time anyway. You know, every all of that, not not just those the justices, but just everyone. Like the whole government is so you know, I don't know about lazy, but just like off is the you know, you know, like the, the we're not yeah. going to confirm this this appointment because you know we're being dicks is basically what the Congress is currently saying about the other justice. It's like you know, if we said that stuff as kids, you'd have been slapped and told to go sit in the corner. You know, and these are adults yeah. that run things. Yeah, exactly. I mean. I I hate all the bullshit, the, you know, the the Republican part of the Senate blocking shit just because a Democratic president is trying to uh, enact some shit. And it's like, yeah, no. and, and they're, they'll publicly say, yeah, I mean, we don't care. It's just because Obama's doing it. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like I mean, some the other side has probably done that, too. <laughs> so, yeah. And I've also said we that's wrong then. But, yeah, it's whoever's doing that to whoever. Either way, it's, you know, don't obstruct things that are already a pain in the ass. Seriously. It's like, we'll shut down this government because we don't agree with you. Like, what the fuck? They should do, like, this you know, like the, uh, like the baseball strikes or whatever we'll go ahead and shut down and we'll hire a bunch of all new people to do what you do and then you're fucked because we're not taking you back later <laughs> but oh then, yeah you know, if you're gonna walk out on things you know i mean i've walked out on things and then when i decide to walk back they're like well go away we don't want you here that's <laughs> how it works mm-hmm. it's like come on do your job shit but yeah so much uh, yeah. personal strife or whatever gets in the way of actually making real decisions that affect everyone. You know, this is this is crazy. It comes back I around mean, this, to your marketing. This, yeah. yeah, this presidential election has been the biggest circus that ever. I, I, I don't remember anything being this freaking nuts. Because it's completely, completely personality based, and it's not about issues yeah. at all. It's about the crazy guy versus the woman versus the old man crazy guy, you know. And which one do we want, the billionaire dickhead or you know, the insane lunatic or the woman who is apparently cold and evil, you know. And, and none of those things are necessarily an accurate reflection of the people themselves, but that's the public eye, you know, the persona going forth. Don't forget about the Zodiac killer. He's also a <laughs> that's right. The Zodiac <laughs> killer, Grandpa Munster, we forget about him. Yeah, Mr. Haney. <laughs> Did you see that? I mean, it's so crazy how uh, bombarded we are with media now, too. That um, I mean, I watch you know the Daily Show and Nightly Show to get my daily dose of stuff. Uh, besides all the internet crap, you know, my FARC websites and all that. But um, uh, there was a picture of someone that was on 
the Maury Povich show on one of those uh, Are You the Father episodes. It was a female that looked like Ted Cruz. And this was <laughs> national news. <laughs> someone, someone tweeted a picture of a woman that looked like Ted Cruz, and it became a national thing. <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. It's like uh, we don't even need the Inquirer or the Weekly World News anymore because you know the real news takes care of it for them. <clears throat> Is yeah. Ted Cruz a transsexual? Find out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's the, you can see that happen. Like the next thing you know, Trump puts that picture up and says, "Well, you know, he kind of looks like he might be a woman to me." I'm not sure. I trust this guy, you know. And then the, mm-hmm. his entire fleet of supporters thinks, "Oh, that guy must be a girl." A whole, you know, it's, it just goes on yeah. from there. Because now the new thing is to worry about the fucking bathrooms every place. It's like, you know, honestly, yeah, I've right. never had separate bathrooms in my home, and I've never actually, you know, walked in and, and shown anything to anyone. It's amazing. Like, yeah, oh, it seriously. is amazing how you can live in a house and never, ever have that problem. <laughs> well, not yeah. enough people. It depends on how many you have, but... But, you know, the, the concern that I hear from a lot of people about the, the transgender bathroom issue or whatever is like, you know, well, then some guy can dress up as a woman and wait in the women's room and rape women. I'm like, well, A, I don't think that's usually the way that works. But B, you don't have to dress up like a woman to go wait in the bathroom and rape women. You can just go ahead and do it, you know. And yeah. see, if a guy was going to do that, he'd be doing that now. He'd be doing that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. It doesn't have to wait for an ordinance. Oh, now I can disguise myself <laughs> like a woman and rape now that there's an ordinance for it. Come yeah. on, people. Yeah, I think the Fuck. people that are, that are seriously Use worried about head. that are a little too focused that on way. rape. You know, it's like Maybe you guys are – like, it's like, is that what you would do if there was no order? You guys would be off doing this? Because why do you have that idea? It didn't occur to me, you know. And these are probably the same people that vote against gun control laws. It's like, come on, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> well, if, if they have a gun, for... it should be harder to be raped, right? <laughs> I mean, not well, not to make light of that, but just to, to combine the in, two thoughts. In case of rape, break glass, and there's a gun behind it. Problem solved. <laughs> the, the people probably might get behind that in certain areas of the country. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'm here to help. <laughs> it also, uh, in case of Negro, break glass. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is an interesting uh, view you have there, Harper. So you're uh, you're hey. you're pro. What, wait, what, what 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 is your stance on gun control? Just out of curiosity, I'm all about gun control because you got to know I, how to hold it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I mean, since this 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 turned into the political show. I mean, just out of curiosity, <laughs> where do you stand on gun control? I'm not against uh, uh, people that are educated and uh, know how to uh, wield a gun having uh, licensed guns. I'm not against that whatsoever. But I do think there are way too many guns out there and the access for people to get them is it's too it seems to be too easy yeah so I think the, are you pro the problem is are you pro people. or against gun control I said, i'm pro keeping it sort of the way it was maybe 15 20 years ago where it seemed like it was a little more difficult than it is now but was not at all impossible you know but i think it depends on which state you're there in you too because here you know you see everybody is walking around with that stuff and it's like well okay 
But I see a lot of these people that aren't smart enough to like handle things at the checkout register at the grocery store. You know, if you can't use a fucking self scan, I don't want you walking around carrying guns. You know, there was a lady here who saw somebody stealing some tools from the Home Depot. So as he's walking out stealing this tool, she opens fire on the dude. You know, because like she's being a good Samaritan oh to stop the fucking criminal who was stealing a twenty dollar wrench. You know, she's blasting out in a in a Home Depot parking lot in three in the afternoon. She went to jail. <laughs> and that's, yeah, that, that, good. <laughs> you know, the, that, that's just dumb. Because those kind of Jesus. people we could really do without, you know. But the people who are responsibly carrying them are just fine. And most of those people, you wouldn't even know they have it anyway because they're not showing it to you for every that's five seconds. That's what I'm talking about. That's, the, that's exactly what I'm talking about. A concealed carry uh where these responsible people have guns and you know i'm I'm fine with that yeah i say i know i'm around them all the time and the people who are having them don't concern me you know the people who are busy showing them off constantly or just being idiots and talking about it you know it's like that seems to be the problem where it's like stop you know it goes back to our 80s rap thing don't glamorize that shit because then it just gets worse true that I think they're they're a useful tool, and people should be able to do that. But uh, I don't think it should be everybody. (laughs) So back to my in case of rape, break glass, gun behind glass rule. (laughs) Let's uh, yeah, let's start installing those in bathrooms. Bam, (laughs) we're safe. Well, if they're gonna have the you know, if you're gonna really be basically if they're going to separate the things and say you must go in the one that is based on your genitals or whatever they're going to have to have a guard there that checks genitals at the door right so you might as well just have that guard prevent the rapes hire a guard for every bathroom and you're good now we've got more jobs in america too (laughs) until you until you wind up hiring a bunch of you know rapists for the guards and then you have a new problem here's my here's my thought on that I'm not, I have nothing to back this up, but I'm assuming that if you are a man or a woman choosing to live your life as the other gender, I feel that you are already comfortably using whatever gender restroom you associate yourself with, and you've been doing that for years. Like, yep. if you're dressed and you're living you as a woman... Like, especially when we used to go to the club and those raver clubs and there was those guys that were women, they would go to the women's bathroom and I didn't think anything, I I didn't think why they wouldn't go to the ladies' restroom because going into the men's restroom, that would be the oddity. That would be like, hey, what's this chick doing in the men's restroom? Right. Oh, she has a cock. I think I've seen that. But even when I have have gone to a club or something like that and a woman has come out of the bathroom, they have said either one of two things. Either the women's bathroom was the line was incredibly too long and they said, fuck it. And they came out and they're just like, what? We, We used it. Or they were in the toilet, you know, fucking around. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I'm not sure. The, and here we go. We're we're talking about an adult to an adults doing things. Uh, apparently, the right is um, they're concerned about the children. Sure. Uh, 
when you when you go to all those extreme cases, it always fucking the argument is always. But what about the children? What about the kids? And it's like, what? Well, look, this world is changing. The kids need to know. Hey, look, he is a she. She could be a he. This is uh, how it is, and it's always been that way. We need to take a page from I, I think the Europeans. I mean, do they have gender based bathrooms? I don't probably not. think so. They just have restroom, and you know, like they they could solve the problem here by just going to single user rooms too, which is how they did it at our schools. Single use room. There you go. You know, yeah, one, you go. one person at a time, and then it doesn't matter who's there. It's just a bathroom. There you but go. Yeah, I, we're probably a little more accepting of all this based on our you know Northern Californian upbringing, but uh, you know, it's just in general, people everywhere. It seems bizarre to me that you would even like you say like it would be more odd for the person dressed as a woman to go into the men's room you know and as far as schools go like remember when we were in high school and they didn't have fucking doors on the stalls you know they could just do a little bit of work and fix these problems yeah Yeah. i I don't think i ever pooped at school yeah because that was disgusting of course not it was very uh, you're you're exposed i never i never took a Mm -hmm. shit at school Ever. So I'm not sure that yeah. it's a, as big a problem today as they say it is either. I mean, and on the other hand, you know, if you had, thinking back to us at school, at, even at that age 20 years ago, if we'd have been in the bathroom as a bunch of dudes, I, I guess doing our hair and makeup as dudes tend to do in the bathroom, I don't know, you know <laughs> and somebody walked in in the dress, we would have been like, A, either we would have frozen because we'd have been like, whoa, it's a girl. Or we'd have been making jokes yeah. because, hey, it's a dude in a dress, you know. But it wouldn't have been like, let's beat his ass. That would not have occurred to anyone. You know? <laughs> right. I don't know when that well, all not started. To us, well, not to our was, people, yeah. But we yeah, didn't really have clearly, any, any bashing type bullies at our school that I can really recall. Or if they did, I they do, were our friends. If <laughs> I, I don't really remember any bashing, but there was definitely bullying and, and name calling because I remember there was a couple of openly gay kids at our school but it was only like mm-hmm. the guys that got it I don't think any of the openly gay girls that I can think of I mean because they were mostly on the basketball team <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. oh I, I can uh, think of a, a, yeah, especially one up. for sure that I remember oh yeah I forgot about her yeah there was the one girl who yeah. could have easily been on the on the boys' basketball team and still been a star. Right. Yeah, and and she's, actually, she's that dope. one, I'm not even going to go ahead and say that she, as far as I know, <laughs> I don't remember her being openly gay. She was big. She was a big woman, and she was a beast on the court. I don't remember her being yeah, one of the open. Yeah, maybe not. It just, uh... But then again, there were others who were not openly gay, but turned out coming out later, you know, later on in life. But there was really only a couple of kids that were like, there was like two kids that I remember. And I want to say they were both either black or half black or something like that. And they were openly flamboyantly gay. (laughs) I kind of remember that. Yeah. All right. So you're talking about in your, in your grade, I remember uh, the two uh, white kids that were, you know, that it was obvious 
But it didn't even say anything. It's like, yeah, he's uh, he's probably gay. So now, big deal. Is one of your two white kids the guy who really, really, really liked Madonna? Yes. I, I, I say we don't want to name people, but okay, that's that's the one that I'm like. I always yeah. figured he was one of those kind of dudes. And the other one that I know that turned out yeah. to be gay, I never really had any idea. But in retrospect, I guess I could have figured it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the the signs were there, um, and then. Yeah, the signs were there back then, but then, you know, later on with Facebook and seeing things, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, you are, all right. You know, I always wondered after I just wanted to make that sure out, that I was right. You know, I wondered if, if some of my, yeah. you know, because I was around that guy a lot, just he was in classes with me every, you know, all the time. I always wondered if maybe my association with him, maybe some people thought that I was too, just, you know, because I didn't know. Like, well, maybe that's why no chicks wanted to, you know, oh, he's gay. Like, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, I already had the, the fat, the bad haircut and, the, and the big 80s glasses against me. I didn't need that, too. But, yeah. Because, you know, yeah, we, we, took, uh, we took women's literature together. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Another uh, red flag. We were the only uh, two guys in the whole class, but I took the class because I was going to be the only guy in the whole class. It was like 30 girls. And Miss Dampier, who was a hot chick on her own, you know. But then he yeah, was there too. Yeah, Dampier was fun. He was there too, and I didn't. I never. I thought he was like, hey, he's got the same idea. Dude likes to read so and likes looking at you girls. Were, you, you were the, you were the only straight guy in the class. That's what it was. I, I, and yeah, apparently so. <laughs> you know, and if you think about it, there were probably a lot of more guys in like, in like drama and stuff like that that they probably were. You know, Dude, actually, you yeah, know. we're forgetting, or at least I'm forgetting, our friend that turned out to be gay that I didn't even know at the time. But oh, like, yeah, that's right. But yeah, I can see it now. <laughs> but back yeah. then, I was I just thought he just was yeah. a sensitive dude. You know? Yeah. Well, I know for me, yeah. it's like once I started dating girls of like that had like that modeling and acting backgrounds and stuff like that, then you would you know, you open up to their world and you start seeing a whole bunch of people start saying stuff and it's like, oh, okay, all right. And there were some of them, like I said, that's why I'm like, I don't remember who was open actually in high school because you got to think at that time, it probably was really hard to be open at school. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of people came out afterwards. Yeah, I think a lot of people at our time would fake it to kind of give you the clue like, you know, they show up all Depeche mode out for a while, and then slowly gen- it right. leads to lipstick, and then it leads to blush, and then suddenly there's, you know, oh, hey, <laughs> that's a girl. I remember there was one girl who, who, in high school, I don't remember her at all being gay, but definitely when we were out of high school, she was gay, and but I didn't know that until we were all working together, you know? Then she was oh, like, no, she was, gay. she was... And, well, and she, then she was oh. bi. Well, she was just. If we're talking about the same spirit, person, she apparently. was. Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't yes. it, the 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 board, bottom line there is that it wasn't something that we really had as a common everyday thing at all back then for sure. Right. Right. So just that all Sometimes. all of that to say that there are there 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 are harder ways of looking at it and there are easier ways of looking at it with people now. I think I would like to believe we're more evolved as a people 
But then again, a lot of that belief has to do with me living in Northern California. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, even yeah, here, man. you know, living in, in the Midwest, you know, in Michigan, it, it, this state, apparently, I, I always see the way the state votes, and I go, what the fuck is wrong with you people? And I go, well, wait, you know, we're in the Detroit metro area, which is where, like, all of the city folk live, <laughs> you know? The entire rest of that hand-shaped state is full of people who are a little bit more country and a little less right. rock and roll, you know, and, uh, and it does, you don't have to go very far out of town before it turns into like, what the hell, where are we at? You know, how did we get in the South so quickly? Right. And it's like, even like, I, I know I've said this before, sometimes in the, the, even in the cultural melting pot that we live in, sometimes when we're like taking our like little family vacations and we're on a road trip and we go somewhere and we'll go to some eating establishment or sit down and I'm noticing everyone staring at my family, you know. And when people do weird things, like, and they try to touch my kid's hair, like, oh, can I touch his hair? I'm like, no. <laughs> you can't people touch still hair. do that shit? <laughs> people still do that. Wow. Yeah. They look at it, and they're like, oh, this is interesting. What is this? Can I touch it? No. <laughs> you can't. It's like, well, sometimes yeah. I just sit there and just like, oh, man, I don't want to be, I don't want to. <laughs> I'm like, all right, you know, take it easy, okay? Yeah, see, well, that's your own that's fault a thing. for having those damn mixed race babies. <laughs> no. But sometimes they look and it's like they, they've never seen. They're like, and they'll look and be like, well, what, well, what are you? You're supposed to grab them by the collar and go, I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then sometimes, like I said, sometimes you get too comfortable and you, and you forget where you're at. And then you're going, oh, okay, yeah, even in California, you know, you still got to deal with a lot of ignorance. It comes in pockets there, though. Like, you have to go into specific areas to, you know, you can find random ignorant people anywhere, but it does tend to gather in groups. Yeah. And they, and they feel stronger in groups, more, more courageous. And that, that brings us back around to our, our political thing today is like, well, I think that's why you know, our candidates are who they are because there's a whole group that's banded together and is like, well, yeah, fuck you guys. You know, it's not a, not a good place to be. And, and again, not to, I mean, we have definitely over-politicized this episode, but um, <laughs> the one, one thing that does need to be said is that a lot of the issues aren't even being addressed like none of them like what's going on why are, why should we vote for you other than the fact that you say we should yeah yeah no one has talked yeah. about any issues yet it's all been about why the I, other guy sucks i mean at, at the end of the day i'm a hillary supporter you know i, I I'm, a, I'm a clinton supporter from from way back i'll figure why not but even then, I, she's still not even, she's been on more defensive of personal things than actual addressing the issues, too. But I also kind of feel like, even though a lot of what Bernie Sanders is saying makes sense, um, I'm like, dude, you're not going to run the country, you know? Yeah, it, it, it. It, he could if he if they go that route, but it looks like they're not going to go that route. So you know, yeah, but you I, have to have the cooperation the, yeah, of everyone else. You can't just do it on your own. Yeah, 
And there's, it's, I mean, we, we, it's looking like we got the clear cut, you know, candidates, you know, represent. Yeah, it all, I think it all leads to idiocracy. Have you seen that movie? Uh, no. Oh, okay. It's, uh, it's, it's a Mike Judge movie about basically the future of the country when everyone is completely stupid. And, uh, it, it leads to uh, to Terry Crews as the president of the United States, where he comes out in a big like he looks like uh, Apollo in Rocky Two with the USA thing on, and he's carrying a machine gun while riding a Harley. It's pretty good. Nice. So that's how we eventually get there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the, the whole thing, the the voting is like a game show, and like, well, we're we're almost there now. Call you know, call this nine hundred number to vote. <laughs> Shit. Mr. Duffy in 11th grade. That was a history teacher for you right there. He was awesome. Yeah, he was a cool dude. And uh, he lived down the street from you. I remember that. Yeah, he was real close. But, and I never had his class, so it was interesting. I am pretty sure that he was drinking <laughs> during the day. Oh, out of his little mug? Yes. Yeah, most of them were. Yes. <laughs> Except for uh, my boss, the recovering alcoholic there, he was not a drinker. But uh, as the person who sat in the department office, there were there were drinks going around. Because you know? we were we would laugh like, man, you should let us have some of that. Ha ha ha! You know, and you want any? And they'd be like, no, 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 no. I don't know what you're talking about. Gulp, gulp, gulp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, always. It, it, sometimes it went into coffee, but usually it just straight up went into the mug. <laughs> yeah. They're like, if you knew, if you had to deal with what we had to deal with, you'd be doing this too. <laughs> and Mr. Smith, almost certainly, you know, much like Kevin Smith, Mr. Smith was was smoking something on his brakes. <laughs> uh, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Say, it could have been a cigarette, but he was staying away from the other people with cigarettes, and he does that. I could see that, and it made a lot more sense as to why he was so entertaining. Those things that you don't pay attention to when your kids just doesn't register, you know. No, I had the so one. That's, that's the know, perfect. I get away some, with that shit. Some alcoholic teachers, those you you could tell, but the ones who were just doing it to get through the day a little bit, those they were they were pretty responsible adults. They just didn't want to listen to any more of this bullshit without. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you try dealing with five groups of thirty kids a day, and all of them are being dicks except for maybe ten total kids. Seriously. Oh my god. That would be a hard <sighs> job, not to mention like everyone who's you know being an asshole to you and aggressive and just the whole day, and then like you know you have to deal with all the really hot chicks that come in there, which you know you have to stay far away from because they're young and you're old, you know. And at a high school level, you know, you'd be talking about some you know eighteen, seventeen, and eighteen year old really old looking ladies, but uh, you know I can see that being a difficult thing for those guys. Like fuck it, let's just drink. <laughs> Yeah, right. This will help. Uh, yeah, that's why I never, um, when it comes to that 17 year old, 18 year old, um, uh, and I, I have to say, I'm kind of biased about it too. <laughs> if it's <laughs> the 17 year old or 18 year old guy banging his hot teacher is like, eh, all right. Yeah, cool. Good for him. Go, buddy. But if it's like a 16-year-old or 17-year-old female and the male teacher, I'm like, oh, he's a lech. Yeah, burn him and put him. But, I mean, you know, you kind of see what, what would you do if you're in that situation? I mean, with a most likely flirty uh, young lady who's 
obviously, you know, cute and all that stuff. And it's, it's like, well, what would you do? Would you be able to not be tempted by the by the fruits? Well, yeah, and some of them know that too now. Like back then, it was not a thing as much as it is now. But now, it's a way to get someone fired instantly, and you know, so on and so forth. You know, so right. I think now there's a certain percentage of you know those girls who are probably just trying to fuck with people. You know, let me see if I can make this Ooh. dude lose his job. You know, and not intending to actually oh. do anything, but just trying to push it far enough to have something that they can say happen. You know. And not oh. and that's not every case, obviously, but I think that because I remember people at school who would do things of that sort. There's like a percentage that's do, doing shit like that today. I wouldn't doubt it. And I that's because like, we see it all the time now. It used to be a rarity, you know, like in, when it happened in 94, 95, it was huge news. Now it's just like every Tuesday. Yeah. But we used yeah. to have older it teachers, too. Like our youngest teacher was like, well, Miss Dampier was young, but most of the teachers were 30s and up. You know, at least, and the majority were in their fifties. Whereas today, I think the majority yeah. are in their you know early thirties. The teachers have all gotten yeah. younger because they think, fired all the old see, ones. We, that's what I was going to say. Either they got their tenure and or retired, and then that new crop came through. But yeah, man, I I go to my kids' elementary school, and there are some young hotties working. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, when the teachers, you know, I, I'm pretty sure my kid's teacher is five, six years younger than me. I'm like, what the fuck is this? You know, you graduated in fucking '97. What the fuck are you doing here? Yeah, you know, but uh, that's just how yeah, it goes. Yeah, You know, we're getting older. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, you know, I remember you're old when uh, when you've aged yourself out of sports. There you go. Remember our? Uh, at no least one it was mine. The, uh, playing sport, you golf. Yeah, golf is a. You can be a hundred and play golf. Well, as long as you can move your arms. That's it. Who are we gonna say? I say. Remember the eighth grade uh, science teacher? She always seemed like she was ninety years old. You know, she probably was was fifty years old at the time. But uh, but like, all of those, we had older, older teachers, they were supposed to be, you know, knowledgeable and something that you were supposed to look up to and somewhat respect at least, you know, it's really right. hard. If, think of a high school age where you're 17 and your teacher's 29, you know, you're like, yeah, whatever the fuck you shit, have to say. Or 25, 26, maybe. I mean, there's, you know, been those cases where the teacher was like mid twenties. <laughs> Yeah, and see, hooked up I mean, with a seventeen-year-old, I'm like, eh, you know, it's close, but you yeah, know, it's still wrong. You get to the point. Well, they, they say it's automatically wrong anyway because it's teacher-student. But, uh, but yeah, like, yeah. Every time that comes up, you know, it's like, well, wait, let me see the dude. Okay, yeah, he's a typical like seventeen-year-old high school guy, right on. Let me see the girl. Oh, she's kind of hot. I would. Okay, good for you, dude. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I always feel bad. Like, <laughs> When the woman's getting hauled off to jail and getting her, you know, marked as a you know, molester or whatever that is that they, the sex offender, uh-huh. it's like, man, you know, I can just think of as being that dude and like, I would not have been mad at that lady if that was me at that age. I'm saying <laughs> it, it, it would have been your parents though. Your parents would yeah. have burned her as a heretic. Well, that's the, that's the key it. here is, is the, the thing that we would not have done is been dumb fucks and run around telling everybody about it. I told you, and yeah. that's about it. <laughs> you know? yeah, you, I pro- you and I Mike was, and Pat, I have told nobody everyone. else. 
And probably not yeah, even exactly. Mike because Mike didn't know how to keep his mouth shut sometimes. Jesus. No, he did not. Yeah, I would have told my, my close homies, yeah. But I, I remember when a rumor got out at school about uh, an incident that happened on prom night many, many, many moons ago. <laughs> and most of it was uh, – a lot of it didn't happen. Some of it did happen. But uh, my involvement in the in said issue was uh, kind of uh, blown up. And it's actually – it's a, it's a funny story now. I'm going to have to tell it to you uh, off air. <laughs> but, it's a, but it's a great, funny, coming-of-age story. Did you guys go to the, uh, did you go to the senior prom? No. It happened on prom night. We're not at the prom. Oh, just not at the prom. Okay. I, see. I don't remember any of us going. Yeah. <laughs> I know I didn't. I yeah, tried to. I definitely tried to, and I got denied. So I said, well, fuck it then. I'm not going to spend this money, bitch. Hell no. Yeah, I was going to go, and I think, did Pat take Shelly in 11th grade or 12th? Uh, I'm not, if he did, it would have been 11th, because I remember there being controversy, and then she was mad at him. It was like numerous long-ass phone calls from Shelly to me for some reason at that time, where like, you know, I was almost mm. going to take her because she was not going to go with him because he was being this, I think it was probably Lisa, actually, is what the problem was there. So, uh, <laughs> but then they everything worked out at the end and uh and since the person I asked didn't want to go and since she then went back with Pat that's probably what happened there. But uh yeah. Oh, what a a high school love triangle, Jesus. Oh, I didn't didn't fucking love her at all, but uh I was willing to go because she well, had, she had spent the money and I was like, well, if what I whatever. But then that was like right after that that people started at work, you know, were like saying that I was doing her. I'm like, dude, if I was doing her, you would know because I would be happy and shit. I wouldn't be like depressed all the time. You know? <laughs> yeah, there you go. And so there doesn't have to be love involved. Yeah, exactly. It's a triangle. Yeah, I don't know what. I think that was her trying to piss off Pat or something. I still have somewhere in my book of shit that uh, high school shit there's probably pictures that are like you know, he he loves Shelly and shit like that. And like, why does it actually say he he? <laughs> you know? I know, right? Like, did, have you been listening oh. to these Adonis tapes? What's going on here? Oh. Or are, are you t- <laughs> is this secret code? Are you trying to tell me something? Because you know what that word means to us. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's yeah, giving was, up something. That was, uh, That's what that means. I was never interested in her, but uh, I would have done that if it was available for sure. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, I wasn't interested in uh, a friend of hers either until, you know, I found out that she, there was some interest in me. And I was like, oh, what? Well, you know, what? Yeah, I, could, I wouldn't mind doing something, you know, whatever. But then that ended up going south. Oh, her, uh, quickly. The, her associate that was always around? Yes. Yeah, I remember her. I I went. Uh, sometimes I thought she was cool, and sometimes I thought she was not cool. And ultimately, mm-hmm. I just didn't give a shit and wasn't around anymore. So I said, well, whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She lived around the corner from me, and there was some real shady stuff that happened yeah, later sure. on. And then uh, talk about another love triangle between her. Uh, I want to say Chris Ives. And Pat. Okay. See, that sort of fills in some of a, of a mystery that I've always had, too. Because back, if you remember, in like, it must have been nine, 90, uh, 
me and Mike were walking back from Payless and got you know accosted mm-hmm. and jumped by those Filipino dudes that were you know at those apartments there. And they like fucking yeah, threw, a, right. threw a liquor bottle at us and started, you know, Mike ran away like a bitch while I got my ass beat. But uh, but it turned out later on that they were they were saying something about her and it was like you know to stay away from her and I'm like I'm not fucking around with that bitch. But uh, but yeah, if everybody I was associated with was involved in that, I guess I could see how that would have been a connection. Holy mackerel! Because when I had to go to school and identify the fucking guys in the yearbook and shit to the fucking counselor and all that kind of crap, it was because of course my mom made a huge you know my mom would have made the the, the federal case out of it. So while I'm sitting there, it's like. Well, yeah, it's this guy and this guy and this guy and this guy. And it's like, oh, well, they all hang around with her. And like, oh, yeah, I know her. <laughs> and it's just, oh, it was this big mess. So, yeah, that was, <gasps> that was all chaos. Like, Jesus man, I'm going to fuck that chick with your dick. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, when you, when you aren't getting any, it's like, well, you know, whatever presents itself. But Well, sure. You know. But was, as far as that, she had a, a, a non pleasant personality versus so many of the other ones that actually there was I chased that. after. I was there into, was that. You know, yes. I was into, you know, fucking Tony and Kim and those girls that were sweet and you know, awesome. I didn't right. have time for the bitchy ones back then. Yeah. Oh, man, I feel you. Boy, oh, boy, that is crazy, though. We had a oh, good setup there for a minute. <laughs> I miss those yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. All the, the you know, that was like the most interaction with girls I had in my entire high school years. I think it's like the the numerous ones that came through the Chick Fil A while we were there, mm-hmm. and then the, the couple I knew at school. <laughs> it was like two that's girls, two I girls learned. I talked to at school. That's how I learned where proximity matters. I mean, being at work, you know how many work hookups I've had. Oh my god. Yeah. See, and like I, the, I would say. 90, well, I, I don't want to say 90%. I, I'll say probably like 60% of my encounters have been with, you know, have been work-related in one way, shape, or form. Yeah. You see how I like I have had very little of that in my life. And, I, well, yeah, but you've been a, a recording engineer since you were, you know, 16 years old. You know how many girls come in there? Yeah. Three in the entire time yeah. I've ever been there. <laughs> Yeah, and I chased yeah. after one of them endlessly until I figured out that that was a stupid idea. And you know, it's just like, you know, how you do when you're 16 and you don't know what you're doing. So, but yeah, all of that, yes. I, it was not a good le- learning environment as far as you know relationships go because it was total all dudes. You know, recording studios yeah. are yeah, not known for their lack of, or well, they are known for their lack of females. It's not pleasant. At least we had a school there, but you know how many yeah. come in there to take classes? Not very many. <laughs> mm. And on the flip side of that, uh, being a server in the uh, restaurant business, you know, for 20 years off and on, um, how many, the ratio of waitresses to waiters. Right uh, on. Yeah. It's either 50-50 or, you know, Sixty forty, <laughs> and they're usually depending on the <clears throat> usually in the proper age bracket, and they're usually pretty well you know yep. kept up and fit because they're on their feet doing stuff, and yeah, you know, I guess you be you know banging chicks, banging them left and right over here. Oh, yeah, I, I would have made the dice man proud, huh? you know what I mean? Dice does the fuck it, yeah, exactly. 
I think that one with the one with Adrian with Adrian Brody in there and sitting in the room. Ah, it's H fucking Adrian Brody. Said, "Hey, I wanted to see where Dice does the fucking." (laughs) 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 You know, I I can't even get mad at him. You know, he's he's a method actor. That's good. (laughs) How does how does Dice drink his coffee? How does Dice eat his pussy? He yeah. blows on it with a smile. <clears throat> oh, goodness. I definitely to explore this 80s <clears throat> and 90s phenomenon that we had, though, of not only lack of vag getting, but just our, uh, our quests. And maybe, you know what, I'll tease it. Maybe next time I'll talk about that prom story. But it's... Uh, you know, we're gonna have to. It's it's something. I, I don't well, know. Say so if if uh, if you want it to be part of the mythos, I can always edit around the individuals pretty well. So we okay. can figure that out. <laughs> but no. the whole thing, though, as far as the Vag Quest goes, that's a good name for a, a role playing Vag Quest. <laughs> Make it an eighties style RPG for the uh, computer, but. We were yeah. in the, people will disagree, and I'm sure that I'll hear that, but th- we were in the worst fucking era. Like, people in the 60s and 70s oh, yeah. were all about that shit, and then in mm-hmm. the 90s and 2000s, and now they're all about that shit, but we were in the era of AIDS is new, AIDS, and herpes is yeah. everywhere, and this disease, and pregnancy, and that, and this and that, and fucking, yeah. uh, and all the chicks, they took the just say no to refer to sex instead of drugs and left us hanging. Literally. Yeah, literally, yes. So, yeah, it was, you it was lose a the bad, quest. bad fucking era to be a, a teenager uh, as far as that goes in the, you know, from say 88 to 95 or whatever where we were at that age. Mm-hmm. Not cool. <laughs> Blue balls. Wins. Like now, like seriously, right. today I can see like in today's world had I done the exact same tour that we did in 1996. You know, I would have been in a total amount of trouble, you know, while trouble is relatively speaking. I would have been banging lots of shit every day. And honestly, even the musicians in the band, the rappers, the main guys only really got somebody once every couple times. It wasn't like you would Mm -hmm. see today where there'd be a dozen chicks you could pick from, which there was earlier and there is now, but there just was not at that time. Man. It's like, damn it. (laughs) That's why I say, where would you like to go if you had a wish? Well, I would like to go back in time so I could fix that shit. But if you went back in time and it was the same time, it wouldn't necessarily be fixable. It's need to time shift. Move move my 20s to now. Get another (laughs) paradox thing yeah i know that's the thing but, and we can do that yeah but also leave them where they were yeah, i want to have them twice again
Slow down, baby. Don't, don't, don't. Don't slow down. 
them others if you want to. That's cool. Ah, uh, uh, Donna, pull yourself together. <laughs> 